G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Home. So Four minutes past ten of this Wednesday morning, we are hunting for the Holy Grail here in Brisbane. Not only the Broncos, but the Lions as well. They kick off Super Saturday, 5.15 at the Gabba. It is going to be epic. It's sold out in 20 minutes. Lions v Carlton. It's the homecoming for Michael Voss as well. It's a bit like killing Bambi, isn't it? Having to dethrone the original Lion King because him or he and his blues are standing in the way of the Lions reaching their first grand final since 2004. It is going to be epic. You'll hear all the action on SEN2. The commentary for the Lions game with all the pregame build-up starts from 3 o'clock. Then the game live from just after 5. Dwayne Russell, Kane Corns, Adam White, Jared Waitley, Dermot Brereton, a galaxy of stars. And another one joins us right now. He is a premiership winner. He is part of SEN's AFL Nation. He's a man we love to dissect everything Queensland footy because he was part of the Gold Coast Suns, well, as an assistant coach and a coach for some period of time. Dean Solomon, a very good morning to you. What a time of year. Counting down to Super Saturday here at the Gabba, the Lions and Carlton. Uh, Knocking off the Lion King, Michael Voss. It's it's akin to killing Bambi, really, isn't it, up here? (laughs) It's massive, isn't it? How exciting! And thanks for having me uh, on the show today. But um, yeah, Michael Voss leads his uh, his new club into uh, his home territory. Hey, what a uh, what a fairy tale that is in itself. But um, sold out Gabba Saturday afternoon. Um, two good sides going at it, uh, playing for a grand final berth. Um, it doesn't get any better. Uh, we just spoke to Ian Smith as part of SEN's, uh, SENZ's coverage about the Warriors and the Broncos. And the same question I threw to Smithy, I'm going to throw to you about Carlton. I asked about the Warriors. Did they play their grand final last week, last Friday night against the Ds? It was a hell of a game. It was brutal. They just snuck across the line. It would have exhausted them physically and emotionally. Oh, there's no doubt it would have taken uh, some toll. Um, as you said, they... they they squeezed everything out of it to, to get that win in the end. And um, and what toll that takes, we won't know until, until Saturday night. Probably late in the third quarter, I kind of feel that's where it might might start to um, get some traction. But, um, you know, they, they also get Jack Martin back. They'll, they'll get um, potentially Mackay back as well. Um, so a couple of fresh players come in. But um, but Brisbane Lions obviously sitting in the uh, the best seat in the house considering they've had the weekend off to freshen up, uh, analyse their opposition and, and look to execute uh, a really slick game plan Saturday night. All right, well, let's bust that down. Put the coach's cap on. I am actually asking our listeners today, who's going to be the money man for Brisbane? And that's Broncos and Lions. But for the Lions, they've got a galaxy of stars. Uh, Lockie Neal, Charlie Cameron, Cam Rayner was enormous. Joe Danaher kicks five goals. Hugh McCluggage, yep. 30 plus, uh, 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 26 possessions, topped the game against uh, Port. I-, I could roll on. Who's the money man 
for you, Dean, as far as the Lions oh, are concerned? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I don't really know which angle to come on to answer this. I think there's a combination of things. I think the Brisbane Lions small forwards is, is as potent as any any team in the, in the competition. And you look last weekend, um, I think Rainer kicked three, Cameron two, Zorko one, Bailey one, McCarthy one, uh, McCluggage kicked one, Fletcher slides down from the wing to kick three. So I think... All in all, they're, they're, they're super potent at ground level. Yes, Danaher had a great night out. Um, but the key driver for me, the key driver for me on Saturday night is Dunkley in the midfield. I think he goes to Sam Walsh, who's had a significant impact, probably been player of the finals to this point in time. He was the key driver of, Sam, uh, of Carlton getting across the line the other night. He's in their first final as well. Um, he was their best player. So he's had two best on grounds. Sam Walsh is a, a young kid who's really finding his feet. He's a big, he's a big time player, and if Carlton had to get over the line, it'll be Sam Walsh having thirty plus, five hundred meters gain, um, seven clearances plus. But if Dunkley goes straight to him from the very first bounce and looks to put him to sleep um, in a football term, mm. put him to sleep and have no impact on the game, that goes that goes a long way to Brisbane Lions controlling that midfield and getting the ball in their forward half and allowing their forwards, their tools, and their smalls that we just spoke about to go to work. Well, I think Josh Duckley was best on when they last met in, in round eight. And I want to talk to you about that. Ma- Michael Voss was at pains to say on Friday night after after winning their way through to a prelim, he, he's not even looking at the last time the Lions and Carlton met. Different game, different personnel, which wasn't really that different. But he said, no, nope, not even looking to it doesn't, doesn't count, which is great because he didn't win. But... Is there a point at looking what happened in round eight between the Lions and Carlton, which was a win to the Lions and quite significant too? I can absolutely guarantee you, Michael Voss would be going back and watching that game from round eight. <laughs> that's, that's what they do. That's what they do. They, they prep in the best way possible. And, and the best way to prep is look at the last three or four games that, that the opposition have played, look for trends, look for, and then go to the data, look for stats to marry up to that, and then go back into the last time you watched um, you played them and look at key matchups, look at ball movement, look at team defence, look at structure shape, look at um, opposition game plan tactics. You, you analyse it and you go back. And, and what they would have done, Carlton, and what Brisbane would have done in that game as well, They post-game, part of their um, their review is they write a big summary of what they found on each um, each other. So Carlton would have analysed all the things we just spoke about, but that would be all documented. It would be all linked up with vision. So there's, <clears throat> excuse me, so there's absolutely no doubt they will go back and review and have a look at what worked and what didn't work from the last game and look to, to tweak a few things. But um, the idea and the principle and the philosophy about looking forward, don't look in the rear view mirror, I, I do like that, especially from a player's point of view. If that's your message to your players, I'm okay with that. Um, but from a coaching point of view, Michael Voss would have all these coaches, in particular himself, analysing last time they played. So they, um, they don't get beaten by what they got beaten by last time again. This might be unfashionable, but I reckon the money man for Brisbane, as he was in that game, yes, Dunkley was all over Cripps. He put him to sleep. But the the one for me, which was the standout, and it was his best game of his career, Jack Payne on Charlie Curnow. So the bloke who's kicked 80 goals this year, back-to-back yep. comms, he, he kept him to 10 touches and one goal. Jack Payne was enormous, but he's been in a moon boot for the best part of this week. And that's the big question, isn't it? That's why there's so many moving parts of this game that makes it quite interesting in the lead-up in particular. But, I mean, Melbourne Football Club, should they all but won that game on the weekend. And I've got no... And it hasn't been spoken about, but Stephen May absolutely controlled Charlie Curnow. And if, if, if the evidence suggests that Payne, Jack Payne can do the same thing and has, 
how critical is it now that he gets up and play? The Brisbane Lions will be doing everything possible to making sure that he can get up mm. and we get that match up right so they can control Charlie Curley. He's, he's, the, he's the absolute star, no doubt. I mean, with Cripps and Walsh, yes. But um, Charlie Curley, just, he's, he's just that. He's just you don't know what you're going to get, but what you do know at the end of the day, you don't know what you're going to get during the game. But at the end of the day, he can kick five on you in, in, in a heartbeat. Um, so he's the key driver you need to control in their forward line. Um, Jack Martin's the other one that has had a significant impact, in particular probably the last six weeks, um, alongside Kerno. But I mean, Starcevich, I'd imagine, would be the matchup for him and could control him quite well. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot sweating on Jack um, Jack Payne getting up and getting out of a, a moon boot to, to um, hold up his side of the bargain in that matchup for sure. Uh, Dean Solomon, my guest this morning, dissecting all things Lions and Carlton. He's been there and done it before as a player, as far as a premiership Essendon in 2000. He knows the he knows the Queensland lay of the land of being part of the Gold Coast Suns coaching setup as well. He's now part of the SEN AFL Nation family. Dean, Jack Gunston, um, we know his credentials. We know he's a premiership winner. We also know he hasn't played for five weeks. And he has been greenlit. He can and is available for selection. Do you bring him in to a team or could that disrupt a forward line that's humming pretty well? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and it's a hard one for me to answer in the sense that I haven't had the insight to what the coaches at Brisbane would do as far as his, his, um, his fitness levels. And, and he's meet, if he meets the markers that suggest that he's back to full fitness, um, so that makes it really hard. I think if he has, I think you've got to heavily consider it. Um, you really do. I mean, uh, Jack, and he, he's a class. He's a classy player. He's been through big-time games in the MCG, um, away from home with, with the Hawthorne Club for a long period of time. So he can he can impact the game, not necessarily with ball in hand, but just be, by his pure leadership, um, structuring up you know those those Brisbane forwards in around him, structuring up stoppages um, that he sort of sits off forward of the ball 20, 30 metres away. He can, he can see things that maybe non-experienced or non-finals experienced players won't see. Um, so there is that uh, element that he will bring. It's, it's, it's a big call to bring someone who hasn't played for four or five weeks into your side yeah. on the back of a, a slick performance, in particular that forward line. Brisbane were humming against Port Adelaide the other night. And I, I, was, I was a little bit concerned about the Port Adelaide-Brisbane matchup, but that, that small forward line of Brisbane lines, if they can repeat their pressure, that's – I believe that everything is is fed off their pressure. When they're up and about in the sense of chasing, tackling, harassing, corralling, shaping the opposition to go wide, the the, the goals flow off the back of that, and and they had their tail up again, which I loved. And I hadn't I hadn't it was inconsistent throughout the year. I felt, um, but the way that I displayed that two weeks ago, if they can bring that to the table again, um, I don't think I'd make the change. Jack Gunston kicked two against Carlton in that game back in round eight, but Charlie Cameron kicked four, Zach Bailey kicked four, so there's the small forwards, the, the mozzie squad that have been uh, been flying. Just on that pressure, man, I reckon one of the plays of the, of the game, and there were plenty, there were plenty, but Eric Hipwood and that chase running, to, I mean, that just showed right there the rundown tackle uh, and it just showed the commitment and showed where their heads were at. He didn't really need to do that at that stage of the game but yep. he did he that, did spot on Ben that's that's the so that's the moment right and now I reckon that's the moment that needs to for Eric um that all coaches and all coaches would be the Brisbane line that that's the one thing now that's the leverage point forever for him going forward that's his standard and he should never drop below that and that's I'd imagine what the coaches um, from the Brisbane Lions and I guess for the football world also because Eric's got a huge amount of talent we all know that and we love watching him when he's um at full flight 
but he can be inconsistent. And I reckon if he can bring that defensive um, pressuring contest um, side of his game alive more often, he's going to be such a more uh, such more consistent player. And and he will he will thrive if he can continue to execute uh, moments like that. Were you singing along country roads as well, watching on when Charlie was on fire? Not a good singer, mate. No, I'm not a good singer, but None it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it is exciting. Uh, Charlie, he can – wow, he can um, he can light up a stadium, can't yeah. he? He can he, – and he's even – I like the fact – I felt like Charlie uh, – Charlie's been an unbelievable player for a long period of time. Um, and I felt like his last year or two maybe been a little bit below his absolute best, but he, he's bringing his pressure back to yeah. life as well. And he's the key driver – in around the rest of those smalls, um, they lead, they look at him. He's the leader, and when he's up and about, um, the rest just follow. So, if he can continue to to execute his defensive and pressure side of the, of the game as well, um, the Brisbane Lions are going to go a long way to winning this game. Yeah, no doubt. Cannot wait. The Gabba will be humming, will be rocking. Uh, we're already feeling the buzz right now. Dino, last one question without notice, and it's on the back of Charlie Cameron and Country Roads, which was rocking around the Gabba. But we've we've seen in the last 24 hours the marketing genius of the NBL. Scotty Pippen is coming to Australia to launch the season. Here in Brisbane, Tim Cahill's son, Shay Cahill, has been signed with the Brisbane Raw. Don't know what type of player he is. I didn't even know Tim Cahill had a son. But we're talking about it. What are some of the bigger publicity stunts, marketing campaigns, things that just jump out and stick in your mind? And, and I've had a text come through for Paul saying, hey, Benny, what about former Geelong footballer Gary Hocking changing his name to Whiskers? That was the one. That's the one that jumped straight to my mind when you, uh, when you <laughs> mentioned. I was a bit blank, but then I remember I was only a young lad. Yeah. I reckon I was 13 years of age or something, and I just couldn't get my head around why you call yourself Whiskers. But I tell you what, Mates go down the shop next the following week and, and give our two cats a, a heap of whiskers. So um, it worked, and uh, I'm glad he changed it back quite quickly. But um, yeah, it's it's quite bizarre, isn't it? When you hear the song "Simply the Best," Tina Turner, what do you think and of? It, I, that reminds me of again my, my childhood, but leading into State of Origin rugby. Yeah, yeah, rugby it, league, uh, rugby league, rugby league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. State of Origin. I grew up in outback um, New South Wales, so we. In Broken Hills, we, we didn't get a lot of, of rugby, but what we did get was um, the state of origin. And I remember I couldn't wait to sit down and watch the hour-long lead-up into into the um, the first kickoff. And, right. and that song, um, Tim Turner and, and We Will Rock You, they were the songs that they used to um, they used to play, and that was a big part of it. So it's funny, isn't it? Uh, we love them. Marketing campaigns, memorable and maybe not so uh, memorable along the way. Dino, what will be memorable will be Saturday night at the Gabba, Brisbane and Carlton going to war. It is going to be absolutely epic. The winner going through to a grand final. I can hear it here on SENQ. Appreciate your time, mate. Let, let's chat coming into grand final week, and hopefully we're talking about the Lions again going into the big dance. Appreciate your time, Dean Solomon, part of the SEN family. Uh, AFL Nation, we are 18 minutes past 10. Geez, didn't time fly when we're having fun. There was a lot of good points to take out of that, wasn't it? Who's your money man this Saturday night? Be it for the Broncos or the Lions. A galaxy of stars on both sides. Who's going to be shining the brightest? Who needs to shine the brightest and why? A $100 gift voucher up for grabs at the Lord Alfred Hotel LA, as it was once known. So it's dinner on us or, or drinks on us, whichever way. Hey, you might be able to use it ahead of Saturday night too. 13, 13, 55. They're the digits you need to be part of Queensland Sport's biggest conversation.